Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's afternoon news. Thank you for joining us. Kind of a dismal, cloudy, rainy, nasty day. But hey, the Bulls won last night. And uh, we're excited to have Will Purdue, former Bulls player, current analyst for NBC Sports Chicago on the Chicago Bulls with us. It's sponsored by Calamos Investments. How are you, Will? Oh, I'm doing well. I mean, you know, the Bulls won. It's a beautiful day outside, you know, <laughs> spring rain brings, what's the saying? Spring rain brings bring spring flowers or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> hey, you know, the tweet that's getting all the play today is this simple. Remember when the bulls were a threat? <laughs> that's literally the one getting all the play on Twitter. Well, at the end of the day, there's still a threat. Okay. You know, the the biggest issue that we're dealing with now is, and I think the frustration and uh, discouragement you're seeing on social media is how we got here. Because when we were at the beginning of the season, we were talking about, because this team had so many new faces, that, you know, we're probably looking at a 60, maybe a play-in game, you know, best-case scenario, fifth seed. And guess where we are? We're right there. That's what we're talking about. But it's how we got there in the sense that we kind of felt like this team would get off to a slow start, but they came out of the the gates gangbusters. And everybody jumped on board, and the train was going full speed. And all of a sudden, it just hit some bumps. We've run into some problems. And now here we are, best record we've had in a long time, but it's just how we got here has been the hard part to swallow because we saw that 14-game Span where they played really well, and they were a threat to everybody. But at the end of the day, I think they still are a threat to everybody. But they've really got to make some changes and tighten some things up here the last six games of the season before they get ready for the playoffs. Well, well, nobody can forecast injuries, but that happens to pretty much every team over the length of a full season. So how surprised are you by this drop-off and the struggles against the top-tier teams? Because as as fun as it was, there were some that follow the team closely. I'm talking about reporters who are like, hey, enjoy it. But like, you know, we don't know how they're going to match up with some of these top teams in the Eastern Conference and around the NBA. And so far, they haven't. They've struggled against the really good teams. How surprised are you over, and yes, they are coming off a of victory, but the past month or so, it's it's been a struggle. Are you surprised? Were you, were you expecting a major drop-off at some point? No, I wasn't expecting a major drop-off, but I was expecting a slight drop-off. You know, it's not like they've struggled against the better teams towards the latter half of the season. That's been all season, and that's been the surprising part because the one thing that I always talk to people about, you know, last week I was doing the NCAA tournament, and, you know, everybody, all the coaches always ask about dealing with adversity and, you know, intensity. That's what's ratcheted up in the playoffs, the intensity of the game. And that's why it's so important for this team to get into the playoffs so they can see that. I mean, it's now a full 48-minute game. You can't take plays off. And I think that's the thing that, you know, players don't understand that have never been there, people that have never been, you know, played at that level. And I think that's the hard part because they've played some of these better teams and struggled because the intensity of what these better teams play with. And a perfect example is the Milwaukee Bucks or the Chicago Bulls when I play. You know, you got to figure out, A, how to get there, and B, 
once you get there, how do we stay here? And a lot of it has to do with the mindset and intensity that you play with, but also the sacrifices you have to make to get there. You know, I've made the point, Will, and we'll have time, obviously, after the season. We still have the playoffs and so much basketball left. But regardless, I think the Bulls have become, because of the new front office and Billy Donovan comes to town and you've got guys like DeMar DeRozan and Ball here, and I'm not necessarily talking about the the future of all those individual guys here in Chicago, but it does feel more of like a destination. And I think the way the NBA goes where stars bounce from team to team and they want to play with other star players and for front offices that appreciate the star players, I think it's been a really good season in that respect that I think other players around the league, whether, you know, again, we can talk long-term Anthony Davis or this or that, I, I think it's become a much more attractive spot for all players around the NBA. Oh, Kevin, you're exactly right. I mean, because of the fact they clean house in the basketball operations side, because of the respect that Karnasovas and Mark Evers we have, that checks all those boxes from that standpoint. They have the practice facility. You're talking about Chicago, you know, the third largest market in the United States. They're on the upswing. Now, what what has this season shown us? The season has shown us that they have some really solid parts. But it also shows us that there are some things that are missing. They got to, you know, strengthen the bench. They got to work on their defense. You know, you got to make some considerations on some guys whose contracts are coming to an end, not necessarily this year, but next year. You know, I don't think that they're so, so much focusing on what's it going to be like the next four or five years down the road, but they're now focusing on, hey, what can we do this offseason that affects next offseason? Well, real quick, final four pick. Does Coach K go out with a national title in New Orleans? I don't think so. Ooh. I think that they they win that game against North Carolina, even though personally I would like to see North Carolina win just because a you know, former teammate of mine, Scott Williams, the ex-Bulls, a former player there. And, you know, I got to see them play in Jacksonville. And Hubert Davis, I, I really like him. Not that I dislike Coach K, but, you know, just for personal reasons, I'm a little bit more of a Carolina fan, but I feel like the least talked about number one seed this year and in past years, the Kansas Jayhawks will win it all. Hmm. Look at that. He matches up with our professional gambler on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy P called for Kansas to win it at the beginning of the tournament as well. Will Purdue, thank you for joining us. I know you're headed to see your kid play lacrosse tonight. Who does he play for? Uh, so he plays in Louisville for a school called Trinity. He's a senior in high school. For anybody that's asking, he's going to Miami of Ohio next year in the uh, Farmer's Business School. So dad's obviously very proud of him. And for those that want to know, yes, he's tall. He's 6'8", 220 pounds. <laughs> so he's, he's, a, he's a big, solid defenseman in the lacrosse world. Oh, Good luck to him, and thanks for checking in with us on Chicago's Afternoon News. All right, Kevin and Lisa, and I always like to give a positive tip of the day. If you look out the window, yes, it's raining. Take an umbrella. Yeah, (laughs) we got that part. Thanks, Will.